Hello, and welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast. Warriors Arise exists to educate and empower women to break free from the labels of their past in order to find hope, passion, and purpose. We pray that this message speaks to you. And if so, we invite you to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And please, be sure to share with your friends. As a fellow warrior, you play an important role in delivering a message of hope and freedom to countless women who desperately need to hear it. We hope you enjoy week one of the series, The Siege, Demolishing Strongholds. Hi, I'm Susie Hansen. Welcome to today's episode of The Siege. Joining me is my friend and co-founder, Stephanie Reed. Hello, everybody. How are you today? I'm doing all right. How are you? Fantastic. (laughs) Welcome. It's a great day to be alive. It is a great day to be alive. (laughs) Some days it's the small things. This is the day the Lord has made. And we shall rejoice and be, be glad, glad in, in it. it, right? That's right. <laughs> so hello to all of you ladies out there listening with us today. Yes, hello, hello. Well, we've just wrapped up, I should say, yep. a four-week series on the battle of identity. And that was a rich one. There's it, so much information in there. There really was. Yeah. And it's such an eye-opening experience when you don't really understand that we were created on purpose for a purpose and that our identity is in Christ. So many of us who have been wounded, our identities lie in our past. Yeah. And so it's really freeing to learn that the, our past doesn't mark us. Yeah. And one thing that I've heard several ladies talk about, especially in this season of our life, is, you know, with a pandemic, there's more and more death happening And so people are struggling with what's next. Mm. And so when you know your identity, you know who you belong to and what happens, you know, outside of this world. Yeah. I mean, that's good. I haven't thought about that, but... Because if you don't know who you are, then you don't really know where you're going. And death can be scary. It can be. And it doesn't have to be. It's not a final thing. I'm excited to die. (laughs) I mean, not in a suicidal kind of way. I just... (laughs) It's like 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 Yeah. No, it's like... You know, you're going on vacation. You look forward to going yes. on that vacation. It's the same thing. It's just I know where my destination is, That's and right. I'm looking forward to that destination. That's, right. That's to come. <clears throat> so if you haven't got an opportunity yet to listen to those messages on identity, I encourage you to go do that. And we hope that it blesses you as much as it blessed us to create those episodes But we are kicking off a new series that we are calling The Siege, Demolishing Strongholds. Yes, gosh. (laughs) Strongholds are a bear, for lack of a better term at the moment. But strongholds can be very, well, just that, stronghold. So what is a stronghold? Mm -hmm. Let's just paint a picture for them. Yeah, let's do that. Webster's Dictionary, Mm -hmm. if we can just start there is that defines it as a place that has been fortified so as to protect against an attack. So think about a castle or those Mm -hmm. old movies that you think of where they're behind the wall. Right. And they are on top of their walls defending an army coming against them. Yes. So that... Some are hiding, some are on the lookout. Mm Mm-hmm. So I like that part because some are actually preparing for their attack. Some of them are just hiding and they don't want to see them. Yeah. And so there's two different ways that we can go about that. And we'll talk about that in the future episodes. Coming up, yeah. But I think it's important for all of us to know that a stronghold is not a person. 
That's right. It is not a person. It's not a person. But so many times we label our strongholds as someone did this to me. Someone hurt me. They are my stronghold. But that's not accurate. And we're going to break that down for you a little bit. Yeah. Or a thing. It's not a person, a place, or a thing. Right. So isn't that interesting? Yes. So hold on. We're going to get there to, to how they're formed and where they're formed. So that is the Webster's Dictionary version. It's the fortified city. It's the walls that they hid behind. But there's also another type of stronghold, which is a godly stronghold. And the Bible gives us definition of what those are. Well, that's exciting to know that there's also positive strongholds. There is positive strongholds. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? So, Stephanie, what are a couple of scriptures that you have there for a biblical stronghold? Yeah, it says in the book of Psalms, chapter 9, that a stronghold is a defensive structure. So the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. So what does that really mean? You know, to me, it means that, you know, it says in times of trouble that God, the Lord, is a stronghold. So So I see him as, you know, holding me. Mm -hmm. You know, his arms are the stronghold because his arms are the walls protecting me in my time of trouble. That's how I visualize that. Yeah, so if you use that visual of a fortified city, God himself are those protective walls. He is your refuge, your stronghold, Uh and so you're inside his walls, and he is protecting you. That's right, and so it's important to know that physically, when we build a stronghold like Susie was talking about with an actual wall, it takes manual labor. You know, it takes a lot of work to build a structure. Just like from a biblical standpoint, it takes a lot of work to build that relationship with God yeah. so that you do trust Him enough to protect you. So both of them take intentionality. A lot of work and, and intentionality. A lot of work. That's right. And then in the book of Second Samuel, it talks about a stronghold being a comfort and a safe place. So the, um, David said, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. And my favorite part of that scripture, David said, is that he's my deliverer. Mm. So he's speaking present or future tense. Like, he will get me through this. Yeah. He's already delivered me. So that gives me a lot of hope whenever I am being oppressed, knowing that deliverance is on the other side. Yeah. So why can't we just... Believe it? Believe that (laughs) and fall into the arms of Jesus as our stronghold and find comfort there, I'll tell you why. Yeah, please do. <laughs> because there's another definition oh, of course for is. stronghold. Yes. <laughs> and this is a spiritual yep. stronghold. And a spiritual stronghold is like a reoccurring or constant battle in your life. Yes. Um, a spiritual stronghold is a habitual pattern of thought. And it's built into one's thought life, thought Mm -hmm. life. And so when you think about where do these spiritual strongholds lie, well, where is the battlefield, Steph? In our minds. That's exactly right. So you might ask yourself, why do we battle so much with our thoughts? Mm -hmm. Um, Our thoughts hold us prisoner. Yep. This is spiritual strongholds. Well, we have an enemy, 
Yep. And I don't want to give him too much glory here. No, he doesn't deserve a lot of time on this podcast. No, he but doesn't. we're just going to give you some context. Yeah, so just some context yeah. of why we battle so much with spiritual strongholds and where they come from. And, you know, when God created... The heavens. The heavens, because this yeah. is even before the creation of earth. Yep. He created his angels. Yep. And he had powerful angels and some of the most powerful angels were Gabriel. Yep. We heard uh, all about him. Yep. The archangel Michael. Michael. And there was the archangel Lucifer. Yes. And Lucifer was one of God's most beautiful angels. And Lucifer become to know how beautiful he was and pride entered him. Lucifer became so prideful that he wanted to be God. And so basically, long story short, Lucifer lost his place in heaven and God cast Lucifer out of heaven down to earth. Lucifer took a third of the angels with him, yep. and Lucifer then became our arch enemy, yep. Satan. Mm-hmm. One thing I find interesting about Lucifer is that he was also known as the morning star. Yes, that's what and his name means. Yes, yeah. it means the morning star, and in Hebrew, it means brightness. Mm. Because again, like you said, he was beautiful, and his beauty was so bright, and it, sh- it, was sh- it shined everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so what I find interesting now, his name means adversary, Satan. And, and yeah. he lives in darkness. So yeah. he's the complete opposite of what he was. So think about it. Whenever we are detached from God, mm. we become the opposite of who God created us to be. That's good. So we are completely separated from God when we are not aligned with him or know who he is and who he is in us, Yeah, which goes back to our identity. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what Satan is always trying to do. So he was Lucifer. He was the morning star. Yeah. He was God's most beautiful angel. And get he was the out. wisest. And he was very wise. He was dressed in jewels. Yep. So he's very resentful and bitter yep. that he didn't get to be God. And he was kicked out of heaven. And he wants nothing more than to hurt God. Yeah. Well, he can't touch God because he lost all his power yep. when he was cast down to earth. So he knows the only way to get back at God or to hurt God is to go after God's children. That's right. And that is us. Yeah. I mean, think of you as parents. How many of you, you know, you may seem like I don't like confrontation or I'm not someone that just kind of makes a lot of, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but like. I don't make a lot of commotion, but if someone hurts my babies or someone oh, yeah. goes after my children, then mama bear comes that's out. That's right. Mama bear comes out. And that's how the enemy knows Satan, I'm sorry, how um, God will respond. If yeah. you go after my children, watch out. Yeah. I'm going to take you down. And he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, he already has. That's he already the great has. thing is that Satan is already a defeated foe. God True. already took care of Satan when he sent his son Jesus. Yes. And as parents, yeah. now what's parents uh, most valuable thing that they do on earth. It's to teach their children. So now our job is to know that we can do the same thing. That's right. And that's what we're going to teach you. Right. So I think it's important to know that Satan is very real Mm -hmm. and why he has such a vendetta against us as children of God. And so we now know that we have an enemy. We have a very real enemy. So it's important and smart. It's wise for us to 
be aware yep. of our enemy and how he comes against us and how we need to protect ourselves. So that is the point of all of that. So one of the things that he does is is these spiritual strongholds. Yes. So let's kind of talk a little bit about that. We'll dive deeper as we go on through the series. But for now, let's just kind of give an overview Mm -hmm. of how strongholds can be formed. Okay. Can I give a quick illustration? I wish Before we do that. So before we really tap into how they're formed, let me give you this illustration. Just kind of erase your mind right now and think about this. You know, like a stronghold is more like a storage container, okay? And so what goes in a storage container is we have food, we have water, we have weapons, whatever it may be. And a stronghold or that container gets stronger the more that we put stuff in it. Mm -hmm. It gets heavier. It gets more durable. And the thoughts that, same thing in our mind, the more thoughts that we put in our minds, what happens? That storage container, which is our mind, it gets fuller and fuller and fuller. Eventually, the lid will come off of it, but it does get heavier. And so what Susie was talking about, how strongholds form in our minds first, and that's the habitual piece of it, mm-hmm. is the only way that these storage containers get full is by the habitual part of it. We rethink it, we reclaim it, we reintroduce it into our lives, mm-hmm. and that is where these strongholds get power and strength. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I came across this. It's kind of like how and where these strongholds start. The the stronger they are, the harder they are to overcome, obviously. But it's the ones that we don't even know are there. Those are the and those are Satan's favorite ones. Right. So a stronghold isn't necessarily just the big things like addiction. You know, you may think of stronghold and think of addiction. Any kind of addiction, fill in the blank addiction as a stronghold. Mm -hmm. But it can be also as minor as being a chronic snooze hitter and being late everywhere you go. That's right. You know, it's just those small bad habits that we do without thinking that can be strongholds unknowingly. Yeah. And so how does these, how do these strongholds begin? Often it can start with a wound that we experienced hurts or disappointments. Some of these enter into our lives as small children. Perhaps your father left you. As a child or wasn't there, maybe you experienced abuse at the hands of your father, physical abuse, verbal abuse, emotional abuse by your father. And so those seeds are now planted. And over time, you don't trust. There's bitterness. There's unforgiveness. And with each passing thought that you cannot trust people, there's another brick laid in the foundation of your stronghold. Yeah. And then you become an overbearing, controlling, <laughs> angry, bitter adult, and you don't even know why or you understand know how you where it comes from. That's right. It's like certain things will trigger you, yep. and you're like, where did that come from? Yeah. And a lot of it's learned behavior, too. So some of these things may not have been done to you, but you watched it Yeah. from afar Yeah. or even close up. And so those can become strongholds, too, because unconsciously you're storing in your mind a behavior you didn't necessarily do, but you watched yeah. And so that's why it's so important to fix our eyes on the things of God too. Yeah. Because subconsciously we can absorb strongholds. Another thing that I thought of, you know, as women, oftentimes we battle body image or mm-hmm. not feeling good enough. Yep. And this is a stronghold. And the wall gets built 
with just tiny thoughts in childhood, not feeling good enough. Perhaps you are comparing yourself to an older sibling and that older sibling can make straight A's in school without even thinking about it and you struggle. And so those thoughts start coming in that you're not smart. That's a brick. I'm not good enough. There's another brick. I'll never be able to make straight A's like she does. There's another brick. And then as we grow older, we start to compare ourselves to other people. I'll never look like that. Yep. There's another brick. I'll never be able to run as fast as she can. There's another brick. And do you see how over time with all of these thoughts and as each lie comes in, we agree with it. We agree. And so there, what we're doing is we're giving control over to the enemy unknowingly. Yeah, and you mentioned you know, you're building this wall over time and definitely doesn't get created overnight. No, it does not. And so these bricks start to age <laughs> and they start to <laughs> settle. Mm-hmm. But what happens when they settle? You know, you get complacent, you get comfortable behind that wall. One thing I found really interesting when you talked about, you know, women struggle with body image and how, I mean, why is that? That is one of the biggest struggles in our society. And it just, again, it goes back to when Satan was Lucifer. He was the most beautiful angel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And whenever that was taken from him, his beauty was mm-hmm. ripped from him. And now he's this far from beautiful creature. Yeah. And so he wants all of us to feel that same way. Oh, absolutely. Right? So yeah. you see the parallel there. Well, and if you don't feel good about yourself or who you are, you lack that confidence. Yep. And you're always focused on the things about yourself you don't like. Well, then you're distracted. Yeah. And you're not walking in confidence. You're distracted from the purpose that God placed in your life. You do become an easy target. And if you're not focusing on who you are in Christ and what purpose God gave you, then he's winning because now we are off track, if you will, and no longer working in our purpose Mm -hmm. that God gave us. And the enemy is gaining the victory there. Yes, it takes so much intentionality. The intentionality. Oh, my gosh. And it's daily. It doesn't matter how long we've been following Jesus. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how many times we've read through the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> we can have strongholds formed every single day. And honestly, we do. We do. There's no one that escapes it. So yeah. if you're out there and you're thinking, wow, what all do I need to do to never have a stronghold again? You're going to have them. But the important thing is, is knowing how to identify them and create a battle plan yeah. so that you do not build that wall so high that it seems impossible to break down. Yeah, and I think I want to, because I I would feel, I have felt overwhelmed as I have done the research and Mm -hmm. study for this topic, because I thought I knew what strongholds were. (laughs) And then when we decided to do a series on strongholds, and I began diving deep into the topic of strongholds, I'm like, oh my goodness, I have so many strongholds. <laughs> it's all being revealed. It is being revealed. Which is good. It is good. And I just want to say, don't be overwhelmed yeah. and don't feel discouraged. I worry that, you know, and this would be another form it, of a stronghold is. is for people to be like, what's the point? You know, if I'm never going to overcome this, what's the point? Well, let me explain to you, you know, before we come into our identity and know who we are, these strongholds control us. And we are completely debilitated by them, rendered powerless 
because of all of these false beliefs that we have about ourselves. And as we intentionally, and that's going to be a key word throughout this series, is intentionally begin to destroy these strongholds brick by brick through mentors, through counseling, through prayer, through lots of prayer, and through more prayer, and through, you know... (laughs) And using your voice. You you, have to use your voice to break these strongholds. Absolutely. Which which comes from knowing the Word, and we are going to get down into detailed specifics as we go through this series and kind of give some living, breathing examples of how to do this on a daily basis. But don't get overwhelmed because... In the beginning, these strongholds are mighty fortresses, and they've had years to grow, and you can and you will demolish these walls. But as we go, you know, I I say, oh my goodness, I have so many strongholds, but the strongholds that I have today are nothing compared to what they were when I first started this journey. So be encouraged. We have weapons. Yes. We have all the authority over the enemy. And here's the great thing. Knowing is half the battle. And once we know and realize and understand strongholds, that they're formed in our mind, that they are thoughts that we agree with, the enemy that we battle, we can intentionally pray each morning and ask God to keep us aware um, that we can cancel any agreements we may make because sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just such an idiot. <laughs> you know, that is an agreement with the enemy. Right. But what I can do in that is say, you know what, I cancel that agreement. I am not an idiot. Yeah. You know, I can do this. So, yes, I may have made a mistake, but I'm not a mistake. A mistake. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So, you have to use your words, and it doesn't feel comfortable doing it, it doesn't feel natural. But it's a very big requirement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It has to. Because what's the one thing the enemy wants to do is silence us. Absolutely. Because he's silent. He uses his magic not in an audible form. Right. So if we are silent, then he feels like he can have a bigger stronghold on us. Yeah. And then we know our voices are very powerful. The Bible Mm -hmm. says to speak. You know, to use your words. I mean, God spoke the world into existence. Amen. Mm -hmm. Our words are the most powerful weapon that we have. They do. And the Bible tells us that they have the power to give life or take life. And until we understand that, unfortunately, we use them a lot to take life. We do. To continue to build our fortresses and protect our strongholds. And so the purpose in this series is to just help highlight how strongholds are formed different types of strongholds in our life, and then how we intentionally blow those suckers up. That's right. And then how to continue to walk in freedom. That's right. Because we can destroy a stronghold and be free from it, but then it can come back. And so we have to It's about making the battle plan. It is all about a battle plan. And every day you make sure that you're on track with that plan. And so the strongholds don't grip you. They'll come visit you, but they don't have to grip you. Yeah, because once we understand, well, oh, no, no, no. I recognize what this is. That's right. <laughs> Get behind me, Satan. That's right. I say that a lot. Get behind me, me Satan. Not I today. not going there today. <laughs> and so we hope that you follow us along in this series and that you come beside us as we 
break down yeah. and dive deep into exactly how strongholds come about exactly how we go about destroying them. Yeah. We'll talk about the major ones like pride or unforgiveness, but we're also going to talk about ones that you may not even think about. Yeah. And so just something to give you to focus on and think about in the next week is be in prayer and ask God where some areas are in your life where you may have reoccurring battles. Yep. Yeah. What unhealthy habits or unhealthy thought patterns do you battle with on a daily basis that you may feel have a stronghold on you? And what are some things that you constantly struggle with? Yeah. And I encourage you to write those down because it's easy to think about it, but then life happens and I forget. And then if I don't see it, then I'm not going to practice it. Yes, absolutely. So... Write those down in preparation for the weeks to come. This is going to be a teaching series, so that's exciting to me because I'm a teacher by nature, and I love to teach the Word of God, and and I know you are too. Yes, love to develop. Yes. So that is what this series is going to be. We're going to teach, we're going to develop, and we're going to equip you on how to recognize the strongholds in your life and then how to tear them down. That's right. That's the fun part, the demolition. Mm -hmm, The demolition. And it takes time, but that's okay. It is okay. You know, we're here to lock arms with you and do this together with you. And, you know, we are all on this life journey on our way to paradise. And for some of you who don't know, one of the fruits of the Spirit is patience. So God has a lot of patience while we learn. He does, huh? and he, yes. and he will allow us to take the test as many times That's as it right. takes. He allows to us to fail forward it. every time. <laughs> and again, like David said, he's our fortress, so he will yeah. catch us because deliverance is on the other side. That is a promise. So don't lose sight that there is deliverance on the other side of these strongholds that you're experiencing. That is right. So thank you so much for joining us, ladies. We look forward to seeing you again next week for week two of the Siege Demolishing Strongholds. Until then, be sure to like and share this podcast. Warriors Arise is on a mission to deliver a message of hope and freedom to hurting women. If you'd like to talk with us, you can call us today at 405-822-8230. Or you can email us at info at warriorsariseministry.org. Thanks again for joining us. And remember, because of what Jesus did on the cross, we're not fighting for victory, but from victory. The battle has already been won.